sex on the beach is not that bad. That's why they no. have a, a whole. Have you ever had sex until you beach? get thrush, Yasmin? For God's sake! I have thrush anyway. I had. Hello and welcome to another episode of On Wednesdays We Wear Black with me, Sophie K, Alex Holcomb and Yasmin Sumer. What up, what up? Hey, 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 hey. We are bringing you another advice episode because we get asked a lot for these. And to be honest, I don't know why. Like if you've listened to our <laughs> podcast, it's obviously quite clear that none of us are very good at doing life. No. Or stable. No stability at all. You are asking the most mentally unstable emotional bitches to solve your life problems babe i didn't even solve my own life problems how do we're gonna make them worse (laughs) worse so here we go okay we'll dive straight into it we got sent quite a lot so we're gonna try and rush through these i'll go first um the first one i got sent was over on twitter i'm not gonna say their name but somebody asked me about dating age gap dun 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 (laughs) you know what right i i think if it's a hookup (laughs) age gap whatever unless they're too young obviously but if it's a dating obviously. there's something weird about the person that's older i'm gonna say it i'm sorry it I am too much trauma. <laughs> if they're into like they might be into like a young people kink that's a thing people are just into what? like it's not a kink it's called being a fucking paedophile yes i know but that is someone's kid and they know they're a pedo because if they knew they're a pedo don't you think if they knew they were a pedo they would be like, oh, that's weird, but they, they validate it in their head. No, there's some pedos who are like, yeah, I'm a map, a minor attracted person. Like, they yeah. are pedo and proud, babe. God You're validating them, Alex. Oh. oh, oh no, here we go. Let's cancel Alex just so, like, Sophie and Yasmin don't get cancelled anymore. Yeah, all right. We're like, what, two have, minutes in? Have Not even two minutes. Have you had a relationship where you dated in an age gap? Because I know I have. Um, I'm not a pedo, should say that. No, but yours uh, is awkward because mm. you actually got a little bit groomed. Got a little bit green, babe. He was not. I know. I'm trying, I was trying to make 50. it more palatable. I'm trying to make it more palatable. <laughs> so let me let me make that palatable. I was a little bit younger than him. No, I was 15 and he was 19. But yeah, that was weird. And he went on to date other younger people. But I guess if you're like over the age of 20, maybe, and they're also just a bit older than you, it's not weird. Like twenty and forty is acceptable, but eighteen and thirty. Mm, twenty you and forty is acceptable, mm. but I to don't. date, mm. I'm telling you now, right? I do a podcast with you two, and and however much I care about you, I couldn't spend every day with you. Why? Yeah, you could. Because That's a lie. No, people liar. are too much. You fucking liar. You'd Th- love it. You would love at, it. At which the references you don't understand. There's a point at which you don't. It's a red flag. It's a red flag. But, it's a red flag. I remember Yasmin, Yasmin stayed over at mine once and I was just sitting there, had my legs crossed on my bed and they just decided to put their head in between my legs and I was like, Yeah, I was Yasmin, lying on your what lap, you, you bitch. No, you, you, no, you went, Minge, that's what you said, actually. Wow. <laughs> and you've got it on video. <laughs> Have I? I think I was drunk. Yeah, you... Alex is a map. <laughs> <laughs> I am the middle one. I'm the medium one here. So actually, it's acceptable. So you're medium roasted. Oh, okay. So next one. Who's got? Who's got another one? Basically, Ooh. what's what's our consensus here? Because I'm like, I'm like, do it. As long but as if there's too much of a gap, or Im- like emotionally manipulating you, then yeah, babes, go for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd be as long you. as you're not freshly eighteen or like coming out of your teenage years. If you're both adults. No one gives a shit. But if he's if he's thirty and you're eighteen, mm, 
Hmm. Even if you're flag. like 25 and they're in their 30s, there's there's like a weird control thing going on. Oh, I've got a story about that, but that's another episode for another time. It's fine. I don't think we have an answer. This is a <laughs> yeah, no, it's episode. Everyone, I think it's a red flag. Mm. As someone who's like older, when I look at younger people, I'm like, ugh. And yeah, but didn't me, you have a boyfriend like, oh, that was God, like 21 so once, Sophie? No, I didn't have a boyfriend who was 21. I once slept with a dude when I was like, I was like 20, I think I was 29 actually, and he was 21. But Not quite 30, 30 would make you a nonce, but... In mm. my defence, he had a massive beard and I thought you was going to say I had a massive knob, so it was all right. <laughs> he had a that's big schlong, so ladies, That's a whole fine. different episode, but it, I've never seen anything like it, but... Um, it it he, he had a beard and I couldn't tell and I didn't think to ask him how old he was he'd asked me how old I was so he was like and it was just a hookup because he was from America and Americans I didn't really look think older. Americans always look older don't you find this it's all the trauma from being American that makes them look older Look, it's because English men are a little bit weedy. I'm not going to lie, right? I love English guys. I'm dating an English guy. They're a bit weedy. Whereas Americans have like, there's something in their water. They drink a lot of milk. I don't know what it is, but they have really broad, they're broader. No, it's all the meat. It's all the fucking pesticides in their food. I swear to God, if anything, it makes them bulky. So they're bulky. And so they look like a lot more manly when they're actually quite young. Sophie, it sounds like you're making excuses for fucking a 20 I'm making excuses. That's really pop punk behaviour of you, Sophie. Very pop punk of you. Mm. Look at Alex's smile, just so happy that she turned it around (laughs) on someone else. (laughs) That was so clever. Did you see how I done that? Who's got the next one? Who's got the next one? We could be here all day. The next question uh, comes from someone who says, uh, advice on coming out as bi, even though I have a boyfriend, do I need to be do I need to if I'm in a hetero relationship so I think what they're asking is should they come out as bisexual even though they're dating a boy and the answer is yes because firstly you should never never eradicate and erase how you feel to make your partner happy because if you were coming out as gay you have to be honest with the person that you're dating about how you truly feel about yourself but also bi means too so you can have dick and pussy babe welcome to my world it's amazing Why are you guys not wooing with me? Don't be homophobic. How are you going to call... Woo! Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so yeah. So come out. Okay, cool. Come out, yeah. I've got one, which is really funny, and I'm the worst person to answer this ever. Advice on a person giving you mixed signals to the point where you don't know whether you're coming or going. So I'm, (laughs) I'm I'm really toxic. I quite enjoy that. I quite enjoy the torment. And uh, mentally, and it makes me want to have sex with them even more because then I don't feel like, controlled. Ooh, anyway, you left me on red and slept with someone else. That's so oh hard. my like, god! Give give me an STI. Oh god, I'm in love. Do you know what I mean? It's really bad. I would personally wow. say that you should focus on yourself, focus on your life. If you've got a hobby, great, pursue it. If you haven't, find one. Focus on your career. Please block him. I've not mastered the art of it yet, but I know you can, is my advice. That was really good advice. I'm proud of you. Usually you'd be like, just put on rose-coloured glasses, babe. You don't have to see anything. It's easy to give advice to other people and not follow it yourself. Like, I mean, I'm Alex not taking just it. So Alex literally is just covered in red flags and goes, I, I don't know what I'm what I'm in love, let's get married. I didn't see any red flags. I've not got my glasses on, so actually it's not my fault. 
Stop. Oh my god, there's a point at which if someone's giving you mixed signals, they are fucking with your head. And that's not cool. That's not what love should feel like. Like it should it's not good. It's not healthy. Just get someone who treats you well. That's love the most feel important like thing. When they bring you food when you're on your period, even though you didn't ask, they just knew that you were on your period, so they did something nice for you. That's love. And when you look really That gross, sounds you really boring. Spots. Shut the fuck up, Alex. It should this is be boring. It should be nice. It's then nice. I don't want it. Okay. You need therapy, wow. bitch. <laughs> I'm in therapy. This is this is I I'm a red flag. I'm in therapy and I'm still feeling like this like <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's going well. <laughs> so, would you like to make the okay. next question before Alex goes down the spiral? Oh, like, oh, it's me next. Sorry. Okay. The next one is um how can I be the best ally I can be? Do you know what we get this loads? We get asked this loads and I think it's like just don't be racist or homophobic and call it out when you see it. Yeah. Apart from if it's coming from the people that you're trying to... Don't, like, call the people the term. Just like, we got called racist once. By white women. Oh, yeah. no, we get called... It was we're racist against black people. Mind you, my two fucking podcast hosts are black. So how the fuck can they be oh, racist? What was the... Um, what was the other one or we're wasn't we transphobic or something at some point or you oh, were transphobic, we were transphobic. Yeah, 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 yeah. and we also god the list goes on but like it's always people who aren't us telling us what we are like it's always yeah. like white people telling us we're racist or like cis people telling us we're transphobic and like i feel like if you want to be a good ally sometimes you don't have to be the loudest person in the room screaming at everyone sometimes you just have to sit back and elevate the voices of others that is the best advice i could give because sometimes that you was speak lovely on shit that you don't understand and it's harmful to communities yeah. so just sit back and vibe and support and champion people just don't be a racist when I was, um, I remember when I was walking through a festival once and um, <clears throat> these two older guys decided to say to me, um, oh, look who's been on the sunbeds. Someone's oh, no. t- got a tan or something like that. And it was like, and two of my other colleagues walked off. They heard it and went, Ugh, and walked off. And one of my one of my colleagues came and stood next to me. And they didn't, kick off but they just stood there with me whilst I was saying something and that felt really powerful like while the rest of my colleagues walked off like they were just beside me and they and I just knew that they had my back in that moment and it just felt really good even though they didn't say anything Mm. I feel like just there yeah Mm. I feel like online you know people treat it as a contest to be the best person ever and be the best oh my god yeah and it can be really confusing but honestly as long as you're as long as you show up and support people even if it's silent support you're just standing back and cheering yeah. people on that's what that's what counts and also just don't be a blatant racist homophobe transphobe you know all the all the phobes just don't do wrong be nice and mind your own business amen so someone asked about dressing alt with strict parents gonna be honest babe um, oh. <laughs> you just disappoint your family and you go with it <laughs> okay. i i came from a very strict asian household and you begin to realise that if your family won't accept you, you've got to find a new family. Um, and my dad has slowly come to learn over time that this is who I am, this is how I dress, this is my job. Uh, I'm not going to be a doctor or a politician and polish up any time soon. So we had to get used to it. But I've had family members who didn't want to get used to it, so I just don't see them as family anymore. But you find new people, like these two fucking menaces to society sat in front of my zoom right here menaces says jasmine okay (laughs) sophie's there dancing and alex is like i will kill you and take everyone you love you know someone like a distant relative 
like yeah. didn't invite me to my mum's funeral because she asked me like because I dress basically the way I dress what really that's weird so you've got to be you've got to have got to be aware that it like comes with a lot of shit dressing alternative and don't go into it full because it can become a massive deal if you've got really strict parents so just do it yeah. do you know what I did is I did it bit by bit yeah like I got a tattoo and it was hidden and I let them know that I had a tattoo and then I waited a little bit and then I got another one next so that by the time I had loads of non-visible tattoos by the time I got my first visible tattoo it was like what have you done and so I went through that process again and I just let them in slowly slowly yeah Wear a black t-shirt one day and then a bit of black eyeliner and then go heavier with it and then yeah. worship satan lipstick is the key because you can do like really basic makeup as soon as you leave the house put on black lipstick and all of a sudden what your alternative boom boom, boom. Yeah. okay love that what's cool. the next what, one yeah what about you alex <laughs> what have you got for us <laughs> oh no okay again the worst person advice <laughs> on housemates oh god oh my god <laughs> So, <laughs> so hell, for people who don't know, I've just moved back with my parents because my last housemate was pissing on the floor and stealing my things and trapping my room, which is really great. Um, and your current housemates have put you into the dead person room. <laughs> yeah, and now my, my room is haunted and I'm in the middle of nowhere. It's great. Um, but this person has said on Twitter... One of I've my really amused myself with that. I'm sorry, I amused myself with that. Okay, I'm glad you're having a laugh because I might be, you know, sleeping next to a poltergeist. Um, one of my housemates smokes weed, and myself and one other housemate feel sick from the smell. But she constantly smokes, sat by the back door with the door open, and the whole house just constantly smells like it. She smokes seven to eight times a day, which is a lot. So she must a lot. be like a That's hardcore a weed smoker. So there's not even a chance for the smell to go from the house. We've all asked her multiple times to go out on the bench and into the garden or close the door and she still doesn't. She doesn't seem to listen. I've expressed how nauseous it makes me feel. What would you do? Would you just keep asking? I'm at my wits end. To be fair, she's got a bench at the end of the garden. Like that's being, I think personally, that she's being quite selfish because all she's got to do is either close the door or go to the bench. Problem solved. Buy spray. She's an Buy asshole. fucking spray move just move out yeah. move out that's all she needs to do for someone that's been through this shit several times move out or they're gonna go mad on you and piss in your room or you know just steal your stuff so and move, you say that because that actually happened to you it actually happens to me yes not too long ago so good times yeah leave leave or hope she leaves but just be aware of yourself as well lock your door if you're and also stand your ground because like you know i'm very liberal about drugs i love drugs but i would never force that on other people and i don't think it's right yeah. to make other people deal with your life choices just feel uncomfortable if they're an asshole about it, it tell well. the landlord tell the landlord yeah True. yeah sorry i know i'm like snitch but i would be the i'm an only child i am the first person to snitch everybody out why does like, that surprise me? One hundred percent. I am like proper teacher's pet, Miss. So and so was smoking weed. Um, okay, I've yeah. got another one for you. Go so on. this one uh, was sent through. Oh my god, you guys have gone super serious on this one this week. Um, dealing with racism at rock and metal gigs. I've dealt with oh. SM racism at gigs. What's SM? Am I so old? So much. What's so much. I think oh, it's so, so much. much. That's I've dealt with so much racism. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I've dealt with so much racism at gigs. That sucks. That sucks. Dealing with racism at gigs. Um, 
I don't know if I'm the right person to answer this. I, I don't even... Only uh, because I've just like... The way I've always dealt with things is to just ignore it. Oh, I don't I'm the know opposite. If always, I'll start a fight. I'm the worst kind of person. Yeah, but I'm like man-sized, so men feel it's okay to punch me out. Yeah, yeah, me and Sophie have the same issue. Yasmin's like four foot nothing, so <laughs> they can get away with being like a little yappy, like some kind yeah, of terrier my, men dog. Find it like, cute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It sounds sad, but I don't think there's a way to cope. You just kind of learn. Like, there's not a way to deal with it directly. It's just something you kind of learn to, to cope with. I don't even know. Like, it's not. It's not. An this easy is where answer. the allies come in, though. This is where the allies yeah. come in. This is where people that are like, oh, I'm not sure. Look out for people being racist at gigs or homophobic at gigs, and that's where you're going to see a change and make feel like other people feel safe. Mm-hmm. And that's how you practice your allyship. Just be aware that it goes on. Because like, before I came out. I saw homophobia at gigs and I would fully be like, who the fuck do you think you're talking to? And it's just standing up for other people, being an ally, being, you know, if if you see someone getting picked on for their race, speak up, especially if you're white as well, because it makes other people uncomfortable. If a white person is being told by another white person, hey, that's fucked up, don't do that. Or if it's sexism, if a dude is being told by his mate, actually, mate, that's fucked up, don't do that to girls, they're more inclined to listen because they feel threatened. They feel like they're people should be siding with them so um yeah being an ally i guess is the best way forward but actually dealing mm. with racism at gigs we don't know because we still haven't figured it out ourselves <laughs> cry in the bathroom and have a panic attack that's what i do um one one thing that i have done in the past is um shout stop being a fucking racist and the allies ears around you do prick up yeah nice um so call them out i do that with like yeah lots of situations it's really hard with that because it depends how you deal with things personally but it shouldn't be happening at gigs and i'm just really sorry you've had to go through that same mm. here we love you that if really you're ever sucks. at a gig hit us up and we'll come hang out with you we'll beat up the races for you yeah come say yeah. hi that's why we need to do some merch right and then people who are we wear black fans will be able to see other we wear black fans and then you'll prove that you're an ally by wearing our merch and then that means that people who might be struggling from homophobia or racism know that someone in a we wear black shirt is a safe place to go right exactly if you wear a we wear black merch it is your responsibility to beat up racists and homophobes i hope you know that but most of you already know that and are ready to fight so let's fucking go we'll make merch we'll make merch Okay, so who's for legal next? reasons we cannot be held accountable if you get arrested for uh, beating up somebody, but you know you do you, babes. <laughs> we need a legal disclaimer on all of our shirts. Legally, <laughs> we cannot be held responsible if you beat up a racist, but good for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, we'll start bail funds. <laughs> we yeah. will. We will with our two people. We'll come we and bail you out. <laughs> We're all really, really poor, but we'll, we'll we'll be there like morally to support you. We'll, we'll message it. We'll send a letter into the jail. <laughs> Oh, we can't get people arrested. Anyway, right. So someone's asked about finding dates when you're non-binary. Um, no offence, guys. I feel like I should take the lead on this. I know you've probably got a lot to say, but... <laughs> Before we go into it, why is that an issue? Oh, like, genuinely? yeah. Because people get proper funny about it. So firstly, like when you're dating when you're non-binary, you don't disclose your genitalia. So like people won't know. And like if someone is attracted oh, to... Oh, yeah. How do you go on a dating app? You, oh yeah pick the non-binary option do they have do they have that now most i think most dating apps do i don't go on dating do apps because i'm in a monogamous relationship is that the word monogamous relationship yeah but mm, 
I think some dating apps do have non-binary or people will put it in their bio but like when you're dating as a non-binary person firstly transphobia rampant but secondly like having sex can also be a bit dysphoric because you're reminded that oh I'm still a girl and I still have a vagina even though you're not or I'm still a boy and I still have a penis even though you're not but like it's it's sex and being naked in front of someone especially when you're insecure about your body and it's like a main source of your dysphoria can be a lot and it was a lot for me when I first started dating my current partner but I think it's having that level of trust you know knowing that maybe one person won't like you because you're trans but someone will there are always people out there that are ready to love you and accept you date another non-binary person that's my advice because then you're both like woo, traumatized together that's a good point and then people will always get your pronouns right when you're together all the time well I know, yeah because you've both got different so, pronouns <laughs> my advice from, is date other non-binary people from tinderpressroom.com apparently this is interesting france spain and germany have added up to 50 genders but the uk and america are still behind bastards yeah, of course we are like. well people usually disclose it though alex what's your next one so my next one is what is your advice for going to a concert alone i feel like we've spoke about this before and i feel like if i go anywhere on my own i will always have like an extra phone charger make sure you're hydrated yeah. and make sure someone knows where you are at all times and apart from that just have fun do you know what i used to do is i used to go out and just get heinously drunk and buy people drinks um and i don't recommend that because i once i'll never forget i cried on my way home after going to a gig by myself because i was so drunk i couldn't detangle my headphones <laughs> and these people were sat on the tube pointing at me and laughing and I could hear them because I was like I was aware enough to understand that people were making fun of me but I was too drunk to be able to undo my headphones so you cry I just piss in my shoes outside a chicken shop oh gross in my pissy shoes I'm very organised when I'm drunk like I will always but if I know I'm getting drunk or if I'm going to a concert or doing anything always bring a portable charger always bring a charger and always Mm. bring like I don't know water with you stuff with you that you need like you know you debit card or like your travel card put it in like a small fanny bag or whatever they call them the the, the crotch pouch the the uvula area no the uvula sack what are you on about fanny what? packs i'm on about fanny packs that you put around you what are you call uvula you mean vulva a vulva sack there vulva sack yeah. <laughs> you what the fuck is a uvula is that a fucking instrument no that's so you're saying uvula. you're being really sensible so i would just say just find someone with with a t-shirt you like find someone random who's like seems pretty chill and low-key and just go sick t-shirt did you see them when they toured blah 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 and try to strike up a conversation no then they'll go oh no i love the metallic writing and you'll be like great brilliant now i have no friends what if they like (laughs) oh cynical as ever i'd be that person what have you got next what have you got next for us alex well no was that yours alex what have you got it's me it's me it's me Sophie, what right, have you so got? the next one. I've got quite a pretty big one here. Um, okay. Yeah, you are. So, <laughs> someone says, I'm a, I'm a 30-year-old guy. I had to move back home after a failed long-term relationship of eight years oh, with babe. a girl three years ago. I feel like now I'm in a position again to start dating. Woohoo! Well Woo! done, you. Uh, things have changed so much, I wouldn't know where to start. How do I date in a pandemic age? On top of this, I've realised I'm bisexual slash pansexual, but I don't know how my parents would take this if I came out to them. They're very old-fashioned. 
read as casual homophobia and I feel like they'd shun me for doing so. What do I do? Oh my gosh, that's such a big one. Yeah, living at home. So the first part, dating in a pandemic age, dating apps, right? That's all anyone does. It doesn't matter whether... And everyone screws each other over and uses dating apps. (laughs) Alex is like, no. Babes, just don't don't just learn to be on your own. Mm-mm. No, Alex, you're so Twitter. cynical. Get a dog. Twitter. Get a dog. I don't think people meet on Twitter after. People meet the on age. Twitter. Instagram. I hook up to on Instagram. Instagram. Because then I'm like, oh yeah, cute. Look at all my pictures and how hot I am. Yeah, cool. Sign into my DMs. How do you slide care. into the DMs? How do you do it? Like how? Because I'm re- too blunt and I'm like a sledgehammer, so I can't chat people up. How do you slide into really, I would find a tweet or a photo that they've taken recently and be like, and strike up a conversation. So if I see them wearing a band shirt. <sighs> I would slide into the DMs and be like, hey, sexy bad. That's what I did with my I'm partner. He was wearing boy. the same Alexandra shirt as me. Boy. So I was like, hey, sexy email I just, boy. I just fire emoji their stories. I'm like, yeah, fit. Strike yeah, conversation. That's what I say. I like, think I'm with Yasmin. I think that's a much better tactic. Fire react. They as love it. Dating, Feed the ego. As for being boy and pan, firstly, congratulations on realising that you're boy and pan. Congratulations. Welcome to that And congratulations to now being back in the dating pool and opening up the dating pool even more. You are now in a massive buffet, whereas before you were kind of in a a restaurant that does one thing. No, now you now you can have whatever you want, babe. As for, you know, dating while you're living with your parents... um, I say, firstly, the gay clubs and the gay scene has always been a safe space for people who are in these situations. You know, there's many queer people like yourself who are in these situations, who find places to meet, who have, you know, places where they can hang out, even if it's not, you know, a nightclub, because I know not everybody wants to be in a nightclub. There are queer bookstores and there's queer dating apps now, so you can form a relationship and not have to take them home to your parents immediately. And as for your parents accepting you, I mean, it's easy to say, oh, you know, they'll accept you and love you for who you are. But I would say, honestly, for your own safety, um, maybe don't tell them immediately until you found a place where you can live on your own and then tell them because if they want to kick you out, you don't want to be homeless. And that is a responsible thing to say rather than be like, just tell them they'll accept you for who you are because not all parents are like that. But know that, you know, if they don't accept you, someone will. You will find your family and you'll find your family in the queer community because I'm your, I'm your family now. We're your family now. We're your friends. That, that's good advice. Yeah. Look at me. That's good advice. I don't know what my advice was going to be because that was really wholesome. Thanks. Thanks. Oh, I was just going to say, make sure the other person lives on their own and you can just Bash go there for place, a hookup yeah. and then come. Yeah. That's a good idea though. But try everything. Fair. Now you've realised your, your pan and your buy or whatever you are. Um, when I realised, I went on. <laughs> you know how you can go on those like those pub crawls are like i'm going on holiday soon so we're doing a tapas tour <laughs> i went on one of them and i just went around and was like i'm gonna try this i'm gonna try that i'm gonna date this person i'm gonna be in a really weird kinky relationship and it got wow. really weird really fast but i'm glad i did it even though i was like 16 at the time mind you these people were also 16. wow all of your stories that are like for much older people just come out and you're like, and then I was 12. <laughs> and then I was, yeah, 12 and a half and that was I've fun. I've lived a fruitful yeah. life at the age of 22. But um, yeah, try everything. Like, don't be afraid. You get to like 
now you've found who you are, you get to explore that and explore all parts of being queer. And it's such a beautiful and liberating thing, not just for Woo-hoo! the sex and the nightlife, just for like the cu- the culture and the community and like everything that queer ha- queer community has to offer. Go to Pride. Pride's fun. I love Pride. I make so many friends at Pride. It's great. That was wholesome. This person has sent in a question and they want to know what your favourite band is and the first song you should listen to from that band. <gasps> oh, oh. oh. Brutal, isn't it? Brutal. Started, babe. You don't want to know. One song, one band. One song, one band. One song, one band. This I is know. like, oh, this is like if you had like loads of food on a plate and someone just said, take one mouthful of one thing and don't mix it together. Alex, who's your favourite band? Oh. Go, quick. Now, go. Go, go, go. While she sleeps. Which song, which song, which song? Systematic, because it's the most listened to one, I think, this year. There yeah. we go. Yasmin, what's yours? Beartooth, uh, in between. Of course. Of course. <laughs> if you don't know, I really love Beartooth. <laughs> Moving on, Sophie, what's probably just go, You bitches! I'd, <laughs> I'd probably just go Slipknot, people equal shit. Just easy. Mm. Someone's messaged in here and said that their girlfriend is always silent during sex. Because what you're should shit. they do about that? No, <laughs> Alex. Alex, don't say that. You can't say no. that. Some people I know have visual you're trying your best. No, I know you're trying your best, but I'm sorry. That is the that's that's the bottom line. Okay, ask her what she likes. Ask no. her what she likes. No, because some people like. I'm going to be honest, if they're saying too much, sometimes that's a red flag, because if I'm not enjoying it, I'll be like, oh, yeah, mm, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, no, oh, my you God, do you that, sound like no. a bad porn hub You sound like, no, you sound like a dying hyena. No, no, just ask what, ask what she likes, and if she's not enjoying herself, listen to her. Um, but she might just want to try some stuff. You might, you know, be playing it safe because you're both not comfortable. Ask her. Get a bit fruity, get a bit kinky. That's my advice. Oh, Change it up. means gay. You wanted to get gay. No, it you doesn't. Want to turn this no, person it doesn't. Gay. What is this Gen Z term? What fruity, fruity means, means gay. Fruity's always been gay. Oh, wow. bitch, no. Or what about some people are just quiet in bed, and that is okay, and we shouldn't noise shame people. No. But ask her if you're concerned about it and you think it's a problem. You've written to the podcast to ask three very traumatic people their advice. I would say just communicate. Communication is key. And just ask her, is she enjoying herself? If she says yes, but is a bit apprehensive, that means no. And just ask her what she likes. I disagree. I sometimes think that people are just quiet because they're silently enjoying it. Like sometimes there's there's not words that I can do. De- there's no sound that I can make that describes the is euphoric this a new feeling girlfriend? of getting absolutely no. railed. No. No. Then maybe she's just so Something's okay. changed. Maybe something's she's changed. Like, she's like, so there was another one. From the back. There was another one that was sent in here. I think you're doing all right, mate. Um, There was another one that was sent in here and it said, my boyfriend has long fingernails and I don't know how to... I don't know how to tell him to cut them. Don't let him finger you. Don't let him finger you and he'll cut them. Done. Oh, you've got an Edward Scissorhands in your pussy, babe. Just don't because imagine the cutting, oh, the thrush and the yeast. No. The yeast. No, Because how do you tell someone though? The nails, if they put it in there. Exactly. You cut it. Exactly. All depends on what they are, but that is another story for another time. But. How do you tell people though? Because, like, how would you do it? I'd be like, bruv, you're not fingering me. Cut your nails. Get some scissors, sit there, cut your nails, and then we can go. That's what I would say. 
What would you do, Yasmin? I just, like... Cry. Yeah, because, like, you know, maybe you're into Edward Scissorhands in your pussy, but, like, no, just no. Get him to cut it, because think about the dirt that's under his nails right now. Going Mm. inside your vagina... Mm, you might yeah, as well no, just I'm sit in a pile of mud, babe. Like, get him to cut it. I'm sorry. You deserve better, okay? You bleed once I'm a doing month, pelvic floor exercises. Don't need to bleed like, every time uh, you have sex. Like, but yeah, no. just the, is nails. he fucking Mina. Wolverine? Like, come on. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> He's not fucking X-Men. Like, he can, cut, he can trim uh, his nails. True. That's a big no for me. That's a big no. Can you imagine getting fingered by someone with long <sighs> finger? Oh, God. No, I can't. Okay, so if you're listening to this and... There's a lot of single guys who listen to this. For example, the 30-year-old who told us that he's broken up from a long-term relationship. Alex is single. And that's Are a you good... really using this podcast yeah. to, to get yeah. Alex some dick? Has it really come to this? How much? How awesome would it be if we did like a dating thing where people just send us right. in their profiles and we match people up for dates? I yes, thought you meant with I'm Alex. So that would that. just be horrible. Please. She'd just be like, you're ugly, you're ugly. Like, we'd lose half our listeners, even though our listeners are sexy, sexy bitches. And Alex is just... You would... Oh, please, matchmake me. If we got people sending in their profiles to do matchmaking within our listeners, I feel like it would be a little bit like um, <clears throat> when you're the first person to get in the, like, staff sale and you're the person organising the staff sale and you just take your <laughs> picks first. Do you know what I mean? I feel like Alex would just go through and steal all the best ones I first. I know. Like, we guys, there was like hardly any this. applications, but I like I can't record next week. I'm really busy. Um, what are you doing? <laughs> well, I've got twelve dates, and here's the two people that you can match make. Thank you and good night. We're not going to do this because you will. You are lethal, mate. You're bloody lethal. Yeah. Okay, so it's let's do words of wisdom. It's time to say goodbye. Um, and my words of wisdom for this week would be. Um, well done on being you I know that's a really weird thing to say it sounds a little bit live laugh love but we've had a lot of people who are worried about racism being um, queer or non-binary and all sorts of things coming in and just well done to everybody who reached out to us and is just celebrating being themselves by listening to this podcast go you that's my words of wisdom I love that my words of wisdom Cut your fingernails if you oh don't God. know whether to or Have not. Have a shower. Just cut Take care them. of yourself. <laughs> just if if you see that thick layer of black under your nails, I sometimes oh. like to let mine grow a bit and pick it out because it's really fun. But if you're in a sexual relationship or like to finger yourself, then just cut them. Oh, yeah. So disgusted. That was grim. I'm so sorry. My words of wisdom are be who you are. Pride. That's a TikTok. Um, no, be who you are. Love who you want to love. Okay. Um, and try new things. Try new things. If you're coming to terms with your sexuality, try new things. Have a little bit of taste of something new. You know what I mean? Like, pretend you're a kid in a toy store. Grab everything you can and then cry when your mum won't let you out. No, <laughs> But try new things. And uh, don't be afraid to experiment. As long as you're old enough and of the age of consent and you both consent. And to follow us? Oh, uh, yeah. To follow us, it's uh, at WeWearBlackPod on Twitter and Instagram. And you can email us hate mail at WeWearBlackPod at gmail.com, right? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, go for it. Free, I'm, free I'm world. Yasmin Suman on everything. Yasmin Suman X on everything. I am Sophie K on Twitter and Instagram. And I am Sophie K X on TikTok. 
I am at Alex Holcomb on Instagram and on Twitter and at Alex Plays Punk on TikTok. And next week, it's just going to be me and Alex. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going on holiday, bitches. I'm going to get railed Bitch. on the beach. I'm sorry. If you see, so like, jealous. if you see on the news, random person gets sex on beach on Pornhub, mind your business. That's not me. You saw nothing. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. So Yasmin's cool, desert- cool deserting us. I am deserting you. We'll have fun. We'll have fun, Alex. Next week, come we and will. join us. I don't know what it's going to be about yet, but we will have fun. So join <laughs> us next week. <laughs> Bye. 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 You were listening to On Wednesdays, We Wear Black. Please rate and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do. Special thanks goes out to the Nova Twins for the badass music and Wargasm for the killer screams. See you next week. <laughs>